You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow world traveler. Rob and Carrie Stewart here from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in beautiful St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 93. Original air date, July 20th of 2021. And as we get closer to our cruise with Atlas Ocean Voyages in two weeks, I'm super excited. That is crazy. We thought a great topic would be, what do you do to get inspired for a trip? And I can tell you that this morning, I was picking our seats because we are flying business class on both Air Canada and British Airways. That was exciting for me. But also, what gets you excited to choose the trip? And then once that's done... What are you going to do to lead up to the trip? In my case, I start looking for things to read. Yeah, you definitely are a reader. I already had a few of Rick Steves' books, one called Europe Through the Back Door. I know that he's very controversial, mostly because of his disdain or his outright hate for travel agents. And the irony is he is actually a travel agent, but he wants you to book everything that you do through his tour company again. He'll tell you he's a tour operator. He's a travel agent. Yeah. (laughs) And he is really well known because he was always and still is on PBS and pretty smart move on his part. He does these appearances, though, for free to sell his books and gear. So there definitely is a play there and his tours, of course. I think of him as maybe the original travel TV host who would go to the actual destinations. So kind of like the Lou Mangiello of Disney Podcasts. Yeah, was first, he was and, just first. And Rick is kind of the same thing. So I have one of his books. It's called Europe Through the Back Door. And it was for basically the entire continent. And there were only a few pages when it comes to Greece. So here's my advice. When it comes to books on travel, here's the easy part. Choose a digital version. That way you're not lugging travel books around in your luggage. Yeah, because when we travel, we, of course, always have our phones with us, and we bring our iPads, which are perfect for when you're on the airplane. And we're usually working, so the laptop's there, too. That is true. Another great way to get inspired is TV shows. When I see a place that I want to visit that is featured on any TV show, I just record it. Yeah, and I know you just recorded a few shows on Greece, and it's so fun to watch them and just get even more excited for a trip. And I don't care what type of TV show, if it's a documentary, if it's like a news show, or if it is just like a sitcom or a movie, it doesn't matter. If it's about the destination, record it and watch it. And for whatever reason, our friend Ron, who is a local travel guy, he's been posting pictures of Greece, Mykonos, Santorini for the last two weeks. I'm like, hey, Ron, just so you know, we're going there. So there are countless YouTube videos made by people who showcase a destination. And sometimes if the videos are well done, it's a great way to inspire you to travel to that location. Yeah, I follow a lot of, they're kind of like travel vloggers, but they're not. But they do a lot of really good quality videos. We're not talking about mom and dad's shaky ship tour. They're going on vacation and they document it but they, they're vloggers. So they are professionals. At, vloggers? Yes. How do you spell that? V-L-O-G. But a lot of times I'll see some of these videos that people have put together and say, oh, I can't wait to go on that particular cruise ship, for example. Now, in our case, we're going on a brand new ship 
and a brand new cruise line. So we're hoping to document our experience and inspire somebody else who may want to plan this type of vacation. And the port stops for this particular cruise, fairly common, but you also want to do kind of a deep dive on, okay, we're going to Mykonos, we're going to Santorini, what are some things we're going to do based on maybe other, you know, shore excursion opportunities versus I just want to immerse myself like a local. And even knowing just a little history of where you're going to visit before you arrive there is going to enhance the overall experience. And we talk about this a lot for just even going to Disneyland or Disney World. When you know some of the history behind the destination, it really makes a visit that much more meaningful. You can also do a quick Google search and maybe movies filmed in Santorini or movies filmed in Athens or movies filmed in Mykonos. And and with those results, watch a movie, hopefully they're free, to really kind of immerse yourself into what that travel experience is going to be like. Yeah, it's kind of fun to do that. And we did that. I remember one time on one of our trips to Italy, we actually downloaded some of the old movies like Three Coins in the Fountain and watched that. Another great way to get excited about a trip is to go out to lunch or dinner or whatever with someone that you know that has been there so they can give you their firsthand experience of well, when you go here, you want to do this as opposed to Well, the guidebook says we should probably do this. It's always great to have firsthand information from someone that you know and trust who's actually been there. Yeah, and if you are working with a travel agent that has been there or studied the destination, because there are so many classes and courses and webinars and things that as a travel advisor we go through, they can give you some really great pro tips for that destination. So that's a great way to lean on your travel advisor for some advice. Wait, I have an idea. So speaking of which, if you are not using a travel agent, you should. And here's why. So we do get this question quite often, and that is, why should I use a travel agent? We probably get this question every single week. Probably. And it's sometimes people put it on Facebook and it's just like, uh, shake, shake your head. Facebook is not the authority on answers. Unless you ask them, then they will tell you they are the authority. (laughs) From big box membership stores that sell travel to online agencies that have really annoying TV commercials, it can be really confusing as to where the best place to book travel really is. Of course, as travel agents, we are going to be a little biased, but we also know that there is a lot of conflicting information out there. Thank you again, Facebook. You're welcome. So we are here to answer that question once and for all. What's kind of funny to me are the times that we go out and we meet people that literally did not know travel agents still existed. And in this day and age, post-COVID, travel agents have never been more popular or more important. Exactly. And the reason is the big box stores and online order takers are not prepared for the customer service issues if something were to happen, say, for example, a global shutdown. Exactly. And the people on these platforms, they're not travel agents. They are call center employees. So you can kind of guess who is their first priority. No offense to call center employees everywhere. It's really the difference between going to a nice restaurant like we are for your birthday this week. We're going to Burn Steakhouse and getting fast food from a drive through It's taking orders versus advising on the best food that you should get. Yeah, so you want a flight only from St. Louis to Miami with a car rental in a cheap motel? Go ahead, book that one online. You want a multi-generational family trip to Walt Disney World or 
a romantic getaway to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico? Yeah, that's the time to work with a travel advisor. Well, and one of the biggest travel agent myths is that it costs more to work with a travel agent. Wait, wait, I know the answer here. Okay. And the answer is no, it does not. Travel commissions are already built into almost anything that you're booking, excluding airfare. If you book direct, the company that you're booking with gets to keep the commission. If you book with a travel agent, you are helping support small business in America. So let's ask a better question. Why would you not use a travel agent? How about this one? What is your time worth? With a travel agent, you're getting time, experience, and advice, all at no cost to you. And we get this question a lot when it comes to Disney vacations. Why don't I just book direct with Disney? I actually know the answer to this one too, because the price is the same. Because even if you call Disney direct, For the privilege of you being on hold, you get to spend your time just waiting and listening to amazing Disney songs, I will say that, as opposed to us doing it on your behalf. Yeah, we're we're trained to be on hold. I will spend literally hours on hold. Now, I can do other things while I'm on hold. So what is your on hold record? I think... Like time-wise? I think I am at about six and a half or seven hours. True story. Obviously a long time, which is why we both have wireless earbuds so that we can keep working, doing quotes, helping our clients at the same time we are on hold. And sometimes you can even write some of our shows while you are waiting on hold. I think one time I actually wrote an entire show while I was on hold with Disney. So next time you're getting inspired to travel and you're thinking, should I work with a travel agent or not? Don't book online or at a big box store. Do yourself a favorite. We always say online is for looking and a travel agent is for booking. And I would equate this to if you have a financial advisor, you might have some stocks or bonds, whatever you invest in, you're looking at and like, okay, what do you think? Again, that's what we do. Or your doctor. You're like, oh my gosh, I saw this amazingly stupid commercial for this drug on TV. Should I take it? You're going to go to your doctor. Again, well, in that case, you can't actually buy the thing advertised. You're going to go to someone that has spent years, if not decades, learning the product. Again, whether it's something financial, medical, or in this case, travel. And again, I'm not trying to equate financial advisors and doctors with travel advisors, but the concept is the same. Very much so. And for this week's pro tip, let's talk about this. Is it worth it to upgrade to business class airfare, specifically if you are traveling internationally? When you're taking an overseas flight to get to your destination, nothing is worse than flying coach, especially post-COVID. That is so We true. have done this. Our upcoming trip is a work trip because we're filming for the cruise line. And one of the things we made sure is that we are flying business class. We are flying Air Canada from Tampa through Toronto to Athens. And on the way back, we're doing Cairo, London, Miami, back to Tampa. Again, with that many stops, you want to have business class. And usually when you are flying over to Europe, it's always one of those red-eye flights. And so in order for you to jump right in and avoid jet lag, if you can take advantage of sleeping while you are flying over there, it's a lot easier to do in much more comfortable seats. So tell our friends, what is a red-eye flight? So red-eye flight is one that will leave later and arrive the next morning. So it's like an evening or afternoon departure, and then it arrives in the morning. 
I have to say I'm very excited because after looking up our flight information on multiple legs on the way back as we leave Cairo to London Heathrow to Miami, we're going to be flying on a Boeing 787 Dreamliner in business class. Here's the crazy thing. First class doesn't exist. Like you can't not book first class. It's either business class or multiple levels of economy. I remember seeing one of those Boeing 787s when we were out in California one time, and you were geeking out over it then, so I can only imagine. I'd never seen one. It's huge. How that thing even can get in the air is beyond me. But you bring up a good point, though, is if business class is maybe a little bit outside of your reach, there are different levels of coach. And if you can get one that has the more legroom seats, you're going to be a little further forward, which is always great. And you will have some extra legroom. So keep that in mind. That's another good way to get yourself out of those little baby coach seats that are in the back. And it's all about how much they recline. We have lay flat seats with our own little personal entertainment system. And that's really what it comes down to is we know that going over, we're going to be working, so we need to be refreshed. We can't be sitting straight up in in the coach seats that they go back five inches. We need to be relaxed. And when it comes to economy, there's basically you have business class, and then you have economy where you can see business class. They charge you for that view. If you can see into business class, you're paying for that seat. You do pay extra for those seats because they're the ones that have the extended leg room for sure. And here's another little pro tip. If you are planning to fly over to Europe or a longer flight, pack your own blanket because they do not provide blankets on the planes anymore. Now they will in business class, but they won't in the regular main cabin. So you may want to pack one of those or maybe even one of those little pillows. And that is true. And I will say one of my goals for next year is I want to actually take a trip to Europe without checking a bag. We have some really cool luggage. We can do like a backpack and a little roller carry-on. I want to go to Europe and not have to check bags almost as an experiment. Well, that will be our next travel inspiration. So what are you going to do this week to get inspired for either your upcoming trip or maybe one that you want to get planned? Pick up a book, watch a TV show, watch a video on YouTube, Make your time on social media worth it instead of just mindless scrolling. Go find something you really want to learn about. YouTube is one of the best places. By the way, you can check us out, YouTube slash All Aboard TV Show, or you can search YouTube Disney Travel Secrets or Travel Talk Weekly. Come check out our channel. We have dozens of videos from our travel exploits I think you'll enjoy. Remember this, the world is a book, and those that don't travel, read only a page. Let's help you start turning some pages and enjoy getting back to the vacation.